In this video, I'll talk about wholeness in one-on-one -on -one conversations, right? Because you can really turn any conversation that you're having, any one-on-one -on -one conversation, um, you know, whether it's sort of a formal meeting where you're sitting down or it's, you know, just a conversation in the corridor as you cross somebody or, um, you know, as you grab a coffee, um, into a moment of wholeness. Um, and, yeah, for me, this has become sort of almost second nature. Like, I don't want to engage in any conversation anymore um, that, that isn't coming from that place. Um, and that requires a bit of self-awareness, right? And we talked about that in a previous video, right? Um, can you notice in yourself um, when you're in a more closed, reactive, fearful, uh, judgmental mood? Or when are you in an open mood of acceptance, of exploration? Um, and, and really what we're talking about here is to listen for this in yourself and listen for this in other people, right? Um, one of the, the most important things is simply to listen to what is underneath what is being said, you know? You know, is the other person also in this place of openness and acceptance? Or do I feel that the other person is, is closed and, you know, sort of reflexive and, and fearful and judgmental? Um, one thing I've, I've noticed is, you know, when people are, you know, closed and, and, and fearful and judgmental, um, you know, there is simply no more, there's no point in spending any more time talking about content, right? Of having sort of a pretend rational conversation because people are closed to that conversation, right? And so um, at that time, there's a very simple, very powerful intervention. Um, which, which is to reflect what you feel they're feeling, right? Um, I, I've noticed the most powerful interventions I can do is simply to say, hey, I, I, say it's, I sense some frustration in what you say, or I sense some resignation in what you say, or I sense that you're tired, or... And suddenly, like, when people feel understood in that way, then they go like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly... Um, you know, what, what was sort of hidden is now being said and suddenly they open up and we, can, we have a real conversation again. So it's a very simple um, uh, intervention that you can make is simply stop talking about content and stop, you know, start addressing um, what you sense is happening with the other person. Um, or do the same, what I sense is happening with me. I sense that I'm, you know, closing down now because I feel like what I've said hasn't been heard or hasn't been respected or, you know, whew, you know, and I talk about that and then whew, I'm back in the conversation. Um, in, in a few of the videos, I've, I've mentioned this group in France called Toscan, who does beautiful, beautiful work um, helping companies engage in, in this journey. Um, really powerful work. And they call this, um, this way of relating, they call it a resonance. Simply... Um, at some point saying, hey, you know, this is how you come across to me. This is what, I've, what I think I've noticed is happening with you. Um, and it's, it's such a powerful intervention um, that they talk about it as sort of the, the, this practice, they call it, it's, it's sort of the heart of the reactor of the transformation. This simple practice is the heart of the reactor of the transformation. Um, and so I'd, I'd really urge you in every one-on-one -on -one conversation, um, if you notice that you're closing down or the other person is closing down, um, to simply stop talking about 
content, stop having this pretend rational conversation and talk about what's actually happening, um, uh, you know, why you're closing down. Um, so yeah, every conversation can, can be a moment of wholeness. Um, and I think this is particularly interesting in this journey um, when you encounter resistance to change, right? Um, even just this notion of wholeness for some people is uncomfortable. You know, showing up from a deeper place is uncomfortable. Or, um, you know, if you're adopting self-management, of course there will be all sorts of things that show up. All sorts of things that we quickly label as resistance to change. Um, and that is already a form of, of judgment. And so if I engage with you and feel like, oh, you're resisting the change, um, you know, I might be in a, in a space where I try to overcome that resistance, where I try to talk you out of it, where I try to fix you. And a very simple um, way of, of, of reacting, of, of dealing with it, is simply to acknowledge that's the reality, to be in it together, right? To say, it sounds to me like this is new for you, like, like this is hard, um, and it's hard for me to see you suffer. And that's it. Right? Just to say that, just to acknowledge that, um, there's nothing more that's needed at that moment. But just by when we say that, you know, we're, we're touching on something profound. We're touching on something more essential than finding a solution. And just by having that being named, something might open up for the other person. Um, and I'm no longer trying to fix that other person, to overpower that other person. I'm just accepting to be in that, in that relational space. Um, so yeah, that's the, the practice I invite you into. Um, is to try to make every conversation um, a conversation that happens from a place of wholeness. Um, and um, one last thing, if you think that that means touchy-feely, then you haven't understood wholeness, right? You can absolutely do that while you talk about, you know, business, while you talk about technical things, while you talk about finance, while you talk about marketing. Um, you talk about these things, but you come at it from a place of, of openness, of wholeness. And if at some point somebody gets triggered and you close down, you just recreate that space for the actual conversation to happen. Um, so it's the opposite of touchy-feely in many ways. This is the only way for us to have productive conversations. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.